You are listening to Her Time to Retire, a podcast dedicated to helping women gain the knowledge, confidence, and support they need to achieve financial success and emotional fulfillment when planning for retirement. If you are ready to finally take charge of your financial life, then keep listening. Your hosts are Glenn Price and Jonathan Scott founders of Keystone Financial Resources in Brentwood, Tennessee. Both men specialize in crafting individualized retirement plans for women and have a passion for helping women discover and achieve their retirement goals. Glenn is a husband and father of four who was taught early in life through his relationship with his grandmother how a woman can not only take charge of her own destiny, but also positively influence the lives of her family and friends that surround her. Jonathan, husband and father of three, attributes his own success to the strong women in his life, including his wife Brooke and his mother Suzanne. Both men together want to help more women live out their dreams in retirement. As always, if you have retirement questions, their phone lines are open at 615-661-9554, or you can visit their website to browse information, view upcoming events, or subscribe to the Her Time to Retire weekly newsletter. Just visit www.keystonefinancialresources.com. Now relax and enjoy the conversation. Well, I want to welcome everyone to Her Retirement Podcast, where we teach and empower women how to take control of their finances and their destinies. Uh, my name is Glenn Price, co-founder of Keystone Financial Resources, and uh, my business partner, Jonathan, uh, he is uh, out uh, with his family today, and so uh, he's not going to be with us, but I'm so excited because on this podcast, ladies, the reason we actually started this podcast is because we, we really wanted to speak to things that, that you're interested in, speak to things that you're concerned about, uh, to help you, not just money. Uh, but things in life. And so I'm so excited about our guest today and having her here. Uh, once she agreed, I got so excited. Her name's Tammy Dickinson. And Tammy is founder of Director of Abide Counseling and Ministry, actually in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. She's been a licensed counselor for over 25 years. She's practiced faith-based counseling, facilitates intensive-based therapy groups, and teaches on various topics, including the truth about our feelings understanding healthy versus unhealthy coping, spiritual aspects of mental health, learning to be still and abide in Christ. She's recently written her first book, Stripped Away, that is set to release early July of this year. Tammy, welcome to our podcast. It's so good to see you. Good to see you, Glenn. Thank you for having me. You bet. You bet. Well, I wanted to uh, you know, um, I'm fascinated by, you know, what you do and Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, your heart into understanding women as well as men mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and as they, you know, learn how to communicate and just relate to each other mm-hmm. and just life itself. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about this morning on our podcast, just some things that we're seeing as a result of the, the COVID-19, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. forced us into this place of, of isolation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking earlier before we started about relationship and how the way we're designed, it's, to, it's, to, it's, it's all about relationship, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing and, uh, and kind of, you know, how you're, you know, helping families or helping mm-hmm. women cope mm-hmm. and what direction or things that you would, you know, talk to them about. Mm. So we are in uh, unique times right now. 
with so many things that are unsettled and unpredictable and everything we've held on to, we is slipping. We, our structure, our jobs, our things that we would have held on to for security. And so I, I think all of us are going through a season of figuring out what matters to us, mm-hmm. what's important to us, uh, what is really, really most meaningful. Mm-hmm. And so I think for women, we are, you know, we tend to carry the world on our shoulders. Mm. Uh, women are helpmates. We have a heart for the home and a heart for the, pe- for the people that we love. And uh, we carry a whole lot on our shoulders. And so during this time, not only are we continuing to do that, but in trying to manage what is happening with this virus, what's happening in the world around us. So needless to say, uh, anxiety and um, mental health issues, they're mm-hmm. exacerbated right now. Yeah, they, they really are. Mm-hmm. You know, I was uh, talking to a client uh, just, you know, very recently. And uh, this lady, um, I've been working with her and her husband for, mm-hmm. gosh, almost 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And she's so strong, she's so smart, she's sharp as a tack, always on top mm-hmm. of everything. Uh, and, you know, uh, even in all of our meetings, you know, when we built the financial plan, she's always prepared and always ready uh, when we do our reviews. And I love that, you know, mm-hmm. that she takes the initiative and she's just in it, you know. And, and so, but, but this year, she, um, she lost her husband. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're never ready for that. He'd no. been sick, but still, we're never really ready for that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, but because she still had people around her, yes. her church family, her neighbors, just good friends that loved mm-hmm. on her and was there for her, I was just amazed at how she still was able to shine. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I talked with her and she still had that sparkle in her mm-hmm. eye and she she was very still sharp because we had to go over her financial things, obviously. And she was still very much in it, you know, mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. But then this COVID thing hit. Yes. And, and so we were forced to this place of isolation that we yes. were talking about. And so now she's finding herself alone, you know, and so she's very very lonely. She fell into a, a place of depression mm-hmm. where she lost interest in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, talk to us about that, about, because that, you were talking about how that, that, this, that's real, it's right? It's real. It's, it's so, so, so real. Um, you know, I, I think that it becomes, you get to a point, um, I, I joke sometimes as a therapist with my clients, it's like, do you want to change seats for a few minutes? Because it's heavy. Uh, my, as a therapist, you know, I, I've been heavy. I've been down. Uh, all day long, I try to stay up, and, and, and I believe that there's so much hope. Hope is always available, you know, through our relationship with Christ. But these are heavy, heavy, heavy times. Mm-hmm. And so, again, in the isolation, there is loneliness. Mm. There are things that are revealed in that isolation that you really maybe were not even aware of. You know, distraction is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of distraction mm-hmm. is a great thing. But too much, we're so tied into doing things that we feel are so, so important. And so in that isolation, there are wounds, there are broken places, there are things Mm. that we've not dealt with that begin to come out. Mm. And it can be extremely overwhelming uh, moments. And I have people in my life, strong women, who I have looked up to and thought, wow, 
and this has taken a toll on them. Mm. They have, they have, um, they haven't lost mm. the spark, but they don't know exactly what 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 to do. Mm. And so I think for all of us, in that quiet, those quiet places, we really. I, people ask me often, how has this affected you the most? And I said, you know what? It has given me a season of such reflection. Mm. Who am I? What matters to me? What does my faith really look like? Mm. What do I really believe? Where do I have now an opportunity to do things differently? Mm. So it is a season of reflection. It's a season that's difficult and overwhelming, but ultimately it is a season where we're going to be able to step back into life very very intentional and very purposeful in how we move forward. Yeah, I, I uh, totally agree with that. And I, I think, you know, I've talked to so many families, and I know you probably have too, where, you know, they talk about having, having dinner, mm-hmm. you know, with their, with their family yes. again. And, you know, just the conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, when no one can go out, you know, then I know that our kids, they're, mm-hmm. you know, I've got teenagers in the house and, you know, before they were never around, it seemed like, you mm-hmm. know, and now it's like they're, they're always around, but yes. they're not anxious. To, they weren't anxious to leave because they couldn't. Right. Right. And so it, it you know, it, it, it does, it, it forces us to, and it even helped me even see that, you know what, I got some work I need to do with some yes. of my relationships. Yes. It, it, it provides an opportunity. And, and, and I think one of the things that's so important to realize is that I think one of, the, one of the lies that are out there is that if we allow ourselves to feel our pain, we're going to fall onto the floor and we're going to fall apart and we're never going to get back up again. But that is not true. Mm. It's not true. You will may fall apart and you may fall onto the floor and it might be overwhelming, but as you allow yourself to release it to God and to people in your life, and sometimes Mm. it's just you and God by yourself, and those moments are moments that have become very sweet to so many of us because we've been so busy, we haven't found them. But if we will allow ourselves to really look at ourselves, fall apart a little bit because the truth is we're all falling apart a little bit. Mm looking at those things, and then when we are able, we will stand back up and um, be able to know who we are more, again, know what's most important to us, and be so much more intentional about how we live and also how we love. Mm. Yeah, I, I, uh, I totally agree with that. Mm. You know, it's, it's uh, uh, even in my own home, you know, and and uh, with with my kids and family, you know, again, it just like you said, it it forces you mm. to see things. But but what I also have noticed that in those quiet times, mm-hmm. right when when you're alone and you're thinking and and you know, there's things in life that trigger us. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, we'll we'll see something or a conversation and you know a phone call or something mm-hmm. from someone, a family member, or, you know, whatever. Uh, and, you know, and then, then there's just this feeling of, of, of fear mm-hmm. that, that, that comes in. And then it's amazing how, when I allow that fear to come in, mm-hmm. how I start having all these different thoughts and ideas, these preconceived ideas mm-hmm. about, Hey, you know, we got I got a text this weekend and, you know, from a family member, 
you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, Father's Day's coming up and we have different family members, you know, and sometimes with family, you know, mm-hmm. it can be stressful. Yes, and, it can be. And so, but you know, I started reading the text. I'm like, what do they mean by that? And, and, it, and, it, and I felt this fear because mm-hmm. I, it took me down this road, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a past with this person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I was able to talk it out with my wife. And we picked up the I picked up the phone and said, "Hey, I don't want to assume anything, but what what was that? Mm-hmm. Here's what I felt. Right. And I'm telling you, it opened up yes. a conversation by by not retreating from the fear, mm-hmm. right? But seeing it and saying, "Okay, I'm going to do something. I'm going to acknowledge this, mm-hmm. and I may not be on the right path in what mm-hmm. I'm thinking, but it, and I can I don't have to assume an attack, right? right. But but I asked the question." And mm-hmm. it, it was, I was amazed mm-hmm. at how the, the, the family member on the other end responded. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, uh, 45 minutes later on the phone, I hung up, felt closer to them. Mm-hmm. You know, Martha was a part of the conversation. She felt closer. Yes. And it was something that needed to happen. Yes. So, uh, you know, talk about this fear. Uh, you know, you, I think you said earlier uh, in our conversation, you know, fear's a liar. Talk a little bit about it, that. It, it, it is. Um, not to forget the fellow that sings that song, but not to quote his lyrics, but uh, fear is a liar. It will lie to you. It will cause you to believe things that are just not true. And it takes you back. Uh, so I think for, 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 for all of us, when we are overcome with fear, we have to step back and we have to examine what are we thinking? What are the thoughts that are there? Uh, the, 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 you, you, and, and, and one of the things I teach people all the time is you can't stop necessarily a feeling. If you have a feeling, the best thing to do is just have the feeling. They're not mm-hmm. right or wrong. They just are. But having those feelings, but then stepping back and examining, examining your thoughts, examining the thinking, and then that will understand, because you can change your thinking. Mm-hmm. You can change your thinking. And so pay attention to what that's about. And like you said, it is typically a trigger. And things that happen in this world trigger all of us. You know, I thought for years, um, and I think it's natural to think, avoid a trigger. But I'm just the opposite at this point in my life. When I'm triggered, I recognize it's something in me Mm -hmm. that needs to be dealt with. It's some place that God wants to refine me and and teach me something. So he reveals, uh, I've heard this said, he reveals to heal. So those triggers, when they come up, stepping back and really um, looking in the mirror and saying, what's going on with me? Mm -hmm. What's going on with me? Why did that hurt? Why did I respond in fear to that? You know, another thing about fear that is, is so, so meaningful to me is because I spent many years having a lot of fear is God has been really showing me that, that it, 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 it's not so much a fear problem. It's a problem that I want to kind of control everything. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to control everything that's happening. And we're at a season where that is absolutely impossible. Mm-hmm. And if I can control it, I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. So... And so recognizing now that as I am willing to let go and actually um, let God have it, be honest with how I'm feeling, um, then in in those places he will take that Mm. and that fear uh, because I can't control, we can't control. And as women, 
we have so many things to do, so many, ha so many plates to juggle, but learning to let go. I have never found anything that has brought me more peace and more relief from fear. I mean, it's cast out when you let go. Mm. But learning to let go and truly let God, because the things that we hold on to when we let go, it's what he says, let go and I'll take care of it. Mm. Oh, and he does over and over and over. But it's that process of learning to let go. When in places we've let things go and maybe someone hasn't called us mm. or someone has not been there for us, so we learn to hold it really tightly. So it's a gift in some ways that we can't control everything it, now. It, it really is. Gosh, you've said so many things that my mind, so many things are going through my mind, but this idea of, um, you know, taking on the posture of a learner. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's like, you know, none of us are perfect. Mm. We all have our our stories. Mm -hmm. We all have, you know, our, dis, our dysfunctional families. Mm -hmm. and <laughs> Everyone. You know, we all do. But we want to cover that up. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, it's, it's really about developing a skill set, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and being aware of these things. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and that is, you know, I, I, uh, I had a, a very dysfunctional childhood. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it was chaos. And, uh, and, and what I did is that you, you said something a while ago. You said, you know, when, you when you're in control, when you think you're in control mm -hmm. or you're trying to control something, you're not afraid. Mm -hmm. Which really a lie. Yes. It's deceptive because yeah, all that is, is is really just a, it's a defense mechanism. Yes. It's, it's something how you've learned how to deal in life mm -hmm. and, and, and it's, and it's not, it's not honest. It's mm -hmm. not authentic mm -hmm. because it's not the truth. It's absolutely not. It's even, it's um, that old saying, you know, denial can be bliss, but it is, it's that place where really you just can't see. You, you, you we cannot, don't know what we don't you, know. You, you, you just don't, you don't see what's happening and there. They, they, it's wreckage all around. It's wreckage all around. But you can't see it because you've got this. Yep. And so, so that kind of leads my thoughts into this, this idea of community, mm. you know, and, and how important community is, mm -hmm. you know, we're coming, you know, we're, you know, it's, we're not out of the woods yet with the, with the, you know, this pandemic, yes. uh, but but this too shall pass, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And, and we are going to get on the other side of this. Mm -hmm. We are going to become stronger, I believe. Yes. Uh, for those of us who are paying attention, and hopefully we, mm -hmm. you know, we're all learning something through this. Mm -hmm. uh, but we will get, but we will get through it. I want to, I want to say something about what you said about being a learner. Uh, I say often to people, and I've had to take my own advice. You know, it's good to take your own advice. Um, God reminds me and convicts me quite often of if I'm going to say something, am I living that? And the idea of having a teachable heart, a teachable heart. And I think I thank God for my children and for people in my life who see things differently. Mm. You know, things that I might rise up against or be defensive about. I said, God, teach me. Take that from me. You know, he was never, Jesus was never defensive. Mm -mm. He never defended and so this idea of being a learner and having a teachable heart and really listening and growing and changing and taking in consideration that the way that I see it may actually not be accurate at all. Parts of it probably. But if I can hear you and you can hear me, if I can share with you my perspective and you share yours, then we both, boy, it's a win for both of us. Mm. So... 
It really is. You know, you talk about perspective, mm-hmm. and um, um, I think that at least in my own story, mm-hmm. um, you know, perspective. My perspective was um, was clouded by by the filters for which I look through. Right. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like the lenses. I you know I wear glasses, so you can mm-hmm. the lens that I look through, and and and. And those those filters and those lenses are clouded by mm-hmm. by by lies, wrong yes. beliefs, yes. right? And so, just because I believe something, I heard uh, my pastor say, "Just because you believe something mm-hmm. doesn't make it true." Mm-hmm. And and so, you know that uh, being a learner, being in a community of people, mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. people in your life—that's one thing that's helped me. I heard somebody say a long time ago, you know. Who, who you are, you know, five years from now will depend on who you hang around and the books mm-hmm. that you read. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of truth in that, <laughs> you know. Uh, and so being able to develop that community mm-hmm. uh, uh, coming out of this season, I think, yes. is really important. You know, community, we, we, hear, we, we hear the word accountability a lot. And, and I love accountability. Accountability is it's it's priceless. Now, you have to, uh, it doesn't just happen. You have to be willing to be held accountable. And I think it's so meaningful. But where, how, how can there be accountability if there's no community? Mm. And community is where it starts. As I, I do groups and, and get, gather people together, when you watch people who come together in a community, or whether it be a group or a family or a Bible study, um, uh, when people come together and they actually start sharing their hearts with each other, it is. It, you go from that place of, I must be the only one who thinks like this or the only one that feels this. Oh, and when you so communicate true. with another that's woman so or true. another person and they go, no, you know what? I feel I feel like I'm failing as a mom or I feel like I'm failing or I feel like I haven't managed things well. When you hear that from another person, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, two, two are better than one. Oh, and when you absolutely. walk together, and so, you know, as, as I, I often when I'm doing groups, I, I ask people, what, what was the most meaningful thing about this? And it's never what I'm teaching, not that some of those things aren't valuable, but it is coming together with other people, two by two by two, sitting and sharing and, and talking with each other and being authentic and real, mm. speaking the truth in love. And that leads to, that community and that care leads to that accountability. How you doing with that? Let me hold you accountable. Can I call you each week? Let's talk about that. So community, oh, and just aware, our family, just, just for me, the value of people, ah, and then not being able to hug people. Oh, my <laughs> You gosh. know, it's like, oh, you matter to me. I don't think I told you that enough. Yeah. Absolutely. So it, I can't say enough about well when about you can community. when you can learn um, you know the the feelings of the heart mm-hmm. uh, there is a, uh, a gentleman that I'm fortunate to have in my life Dr. Chip Dodd and uh, and he wrote a book called Voices of the Heart mm-hmm. and you know when you learn to, to 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 hear the voices in your heart yes and, and identify those it's like it's oh my gosh it, it it's freeing, but it's also um, the world can become a very lonely place. Yes. We're talking about loneliness because lonely in the sense that 
people aren't telling the truth. They're not right. living authentically. And when right. you're with them, you know, the, you're, they're not present with you. Uh, and it's hard for you to be present with them because mm-hmm. we, we don't know how to tell the truth, mm-hmm. right? Yes. About what's really going on inside. And mm-hmm. so it's like this captive, this, this prisoner mm-hmm. that's locked up, that, mm-hmm. that is not able to really be who we were made to be, right? right? And, uh, and so when you can, when you can learn that, uh, it's, it's amazing mm-hmm. uh, how much more meaningful relationships are. But also, again, identifying that, gosh, we live in a broken world. Yes, we do. And that's not going to change on this mm-hmm. side of heaven, right? It's just part of the deal. <laughs> that's right. Um, but, but, the, but the more we can be in those relationships mm-hmm. and be in those communities, it's so helpful. Yes, and, and I think, you know, you talked earlier about lies and the way we believe lies. You know, you think about a lie. Um, you only believe a lie. You only believe deception because you don't know it's a lie. When you recognize it's a lie, hmm. if you're my friend and you're telling me a lie, I believe it until I go, Glenn, that's yeah. not, true. <laughs> it's not true. You're like, oh, yeah. And and at that point, you're able to call it out. So it's it's really just recognizing. And the, so when I think about a lie, I always think a lie keeps you captive and in bondage. And the truth sets you free. Sets you free. And that word truth, and that is in this world, it's hard to find. And we won't find it in this world. But the truth and our faith and the truth and those relationships and those people mm-hmm. who speak truth, speak from their heart, they're willing to be vulnerable and open, and they care enough to share the truth with us. So the word truth has just been in my heart for a while. It's been so reflective about that. Well, you know, Tammy, it's just, it's, uh, gosh, we could just keep talking for mm-hmm. hours. I love talking to you. Mm-hmm. I love your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, just, you're, you're real, you know, and I just love, I love that. So I'm so Thank thankful you. Thank you. for you uh, willing to come and be a part of our podcast today. Mm-hmm. And I think these ladies are going to love hearing your perspective. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about, you know, this place of isolation and, and, um, and, and we were really kind of forced into that. But there's mm-hmm. been some good things there. But now mm-hmm. as we're coming out of that, mm-hmm. let's talk about uh, coming out, like the things that we need to be doing. Because mm-hmm. where we end up, right, where we are six months from now, 12 months from now, has everything to do with what we do today mm-hmm. uh, and coming out of some of these places. So let's let's talk about, you know, coming out of some of these places, the uh, the freedom, the, the, the benefits mm-hmm. of... Of, of, of leaning into some of the things we've been talking about. I think it's so, uh, I'm a believer that we are going to see some breakthroughs. I think we're going to see some amazing things. Mm-hmm. You know, if we keep our eyes on the circumstances, it can be overwhelming, and it is overwhelming. But we also have to remember God is able. He's gone before us. We come from victory. So thinking about the fact that we walk in that victory and that breakthrough. So I know for me and so many people that I spend time with, it, it's, it's a matter of really being intentional about as you've had this time of isolation, you've been reflective, it's been difficult, different things happening in your life that have been overwhelming and, and some even devastating. Mm-hmm. So for me, as it's stepping into this, this new season of kind of coming back into, you see the traffic, you see businesses opening, the idea of really just what does it look like to, to practice self-care as a, as a woman. Uh, I don't know that we're necessarily, we're not necessarily good at that, finding the time for that. You know, I always joke about going to a, a restaurant where I pull it up and they're like, 
it's a pleasure to see you. <laughs> like, well, thank you. You know, and, and just moments like that where you're thinking, you know what, I'm not really. Uh, no one's going to come to us most of the time as women and say, hey, what can I do for you? Now we get those blessings with friends and our husbands sometimes, and 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 those things are so sweet. But it's really uh, there's a sign um, in my doctor's office that says your health care is not my responsibility; it's yours. Mm. And I love that. Every time I've seen her for years, every time I see it, I think I love that because it empowers me. It empowers women to say, you know what. I want to step into that being intentional, whether it be um, going and spending time with people you love, whether it be volunteering, whether for me it's like, am I seeing my chiropractor enough? Am I taking care of my health? Am I exercising? With your finances. Am I, am I taking care of my finances? Yes. Re looking at, you know, we need a community. We need people that we can trust, you know, mm -hmm. whether it be a, a financial planner or a therapist or a good friend or a mentor mm -hmm. or a doctor, somebody. We can't do all this on our own. I have to say that again. We're not supposed to do this on our own. Mm. We need, it's the body of Christ. It's mm. coming together. That's powerful. Finding people and because they are around. But like you said earlier, when there's walls up, defense mechanisms, you know, where we're, we isolate. Mm -hmm. That tends to be what I do. When I get overwhelmed, I cocoon. And cocooning for a brief season is actually helpful. But cocooning long-term, you, um, you begin to lose yourself. Yeah. So stepping out, even if it's taking a walk around the block, even if it's calling someone you haven't talked to in, for five minutes, um, being willing to actually, for me, go outside and, and look at the flowers, look at the trees, breathe, breathe, mm. breathe. It's something that we really, it's, my husband often says, Tammy, I have a sign in my office that just says, it says, just breathe. breathe. We take it for granted. Oh, we take it we for really granted. Do. Well, well, Tammy, uh, I think we're coming to uh, an end and, you know, we didn't even get to talk about your, your book. So guess what? We got to have, we got to have you come back. So we can talk more about your book. Back. I'd love to hear what your what your uh, what God's laid on your heart to write in that. And you know, there may be some ladies out there that uh, maybe you've said some things that have really um, mm. pricked their heart, and mm. maybe they want to talk to you. Uh, you know, how could if somebody wanted to ask you a question, or mm -hmm. you know, you know, call you up, make an appointment, or whatever it is, how could they reach you? Pro probably the best way to reach me. Um, is just to um, just contact Abide Counseling and Ministry in Murfreesboro. And uh, if you'll just click on that, it's Google searches there, and I can leave uh, with you maybe the, my, my, my email and my phone number. But you're welcome, and I welcome that. If anybody wants to give a call and just ask a question. I know that you're moving into a new space. I moved into a new space as so of April. you're getting April. all that set up. Oh, I mean, yes. You had a great uh, place before, but now it's, it's yes, really I've even more special. To, I think a, to a really me. neat, it's a 100-year-old house down on downtown Murfreesboro. Oh, wow. that's been re completely that's remodeled awesome. it's, it's awesome. a really awesome space so I'm I'm excited mm. about just what God's doing and just just thrilled to be a part of it so um, so it's called abide counseling and ministry so that's where they can find you that's okay. where they can so find if, if, you know me. if there's if you have questions for Tammy uh, look her up uh, she's mm. she's easy to talk to as you've as you've seen through this podcast but again we we thank you all for paying attention and, uh, today and listening. I hope it's been very helpful. Mm. 
I know it's been helpful for me. I feel like I just, do I owe you something? No. I feel like that, I've been in a counseling yeah, session. Yeah, well, we'll talk, we'll talk about it a little later. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Glenn. Well, thank you, and uh, talk to everyone soon. You have been listening to Her Time to Retire with Glenn Price and Jonathan Scott. Glenn and Jonathan would love to talk to you and answer any of your retirement questions. All listeners can take advantage of a free 15-minute consultation with Glenn and Jonathan, whether via a phone call, Zoom meeting, or in person. You can schedule your consultation by calling 615-661-9554 or by visiting our website at www.keystonefinancialresources.com. Thanks for listening. The opinions expressed by Keystone Financial Resources and guests on this podcast are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, or BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Keystone Financial Resources are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. 